The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. today if you're new to this podcast hello and welcome be sure to let me know in the comment section down below what you guys think of the podcast in general i am a soil scientist and therefore i'm all about science in general when i went to university i studied i majored in soil science and i minored in plant science i'm completely obsessed ever since i like to do both houseplant things and obviously gardening as well and in today's video we're talking about plastics and in particular does the seed starting equipment we grow in really matter does it matter if it's plastic or not is it toxic does it end up in our plants if it does end up in our plants is it harmful kind of all that fun stuff in between but first i want to uh, do a shameless plug go check out Amazon. The links are in the description down below or on Etsy. The 2022 Garden Planner is released. It is available and useful to anyone anywhere in the world. And then there is also the Houseplant Journal too. The two actual journals are different from one another in what content they have. <laughs> My fault. Sorry, I wasn't even thinking. And anyway, so they're both drastically different. They both actually have drastically different um, uh, value propositions in them or information in them. So um, go pick those up. And as well, go visit the GardeningCanada.net website, www.GardeningCanada.net. Sign up for the newsletter um, and don't miss any future updates as they may come. But without further ado, let's jump into plastics and gardening. So when it comes to plastics, I think the main concern is that we're actually eating these things. So I dove into a little bit of literature on this to kind of give you guys the whole story. Um, when it comes down to it, our seed starting equipment from the tags to what we keep the plants in, it's all made out of plastic and there really isn't a lot of alternatives there. Like, I mean, there are those jiffy um, peat pod things, but then the netting, it's made out of plastic. So it's definitely a great question that was asked over on Instagram. So the truth is that the plastics used on the growing material does need to be food grade. So if you're using like DIY versions of plastic containers, you do need to make sure that they are of the food grade value. So that is something to keep in mind. I believe the food grade numbers are four, five, and uh, six, I want to say. And all those basically mean uh, is that they are available or they're not, they don't break down as quickly in the presence of food is what it comes down to. So I'm just going to double check this here though, because now I'm 
I'm second guessing myself. Oh, sorry. It is one, two, four, and five. So, you know, the little triangle with the three arrows, it has to have one, two, three, or five on it in order to be considered food grade three, six, and seven is absolute no-nos. So that is kind of the standard when it comes to whether or not plastics are dangerous for plants. Now, one type of plastic we commonly talk about or commonly uh, deal with is called phthalates. <laughs> so uh, these are plasticizers and they're found in the plastic more so. And they're usually in more malleable plastics like plastic bags and garden hoses. So because we obviously use garden hoses and because a lot of the seed starting equipment is malleable plastic, it is likely to con uh, contain these phthalates in them. So they are a particular health ex uh, concern. They are deemed by the government to have a toxic level of consumption. The tolerable daily intake is set at 50 uh, international units per kilogram of body weight. Any medical pros out there will know what that means. Do not ask me what that means. I'm a plant scientist, soil scientist, not a human bodies expert. So that means that they, they shouldn't be in your plastics or you shouldn't have them in your plastics. So this means things like PVC uh, garden plastic containers, um, PVC or malleable plastic hoses, all will emit or allow these phthalates in them, right? So it's definitely something we want to watch out for and something we want to look for in our actual plastic containers. So I'm doing a YouTube video on this where I'm going to show you some of the seed starting equipment I have and how to read all the numbers on it. Obviously with the podcast, that's nearly impossible for me to do because you cannot see me. So make sure to go check that out as well as the Gardening Canada website. I have resources on there to kind of help you determine what numbers you're looking at and whether or not they're dangerous. I think the big thing and what this all comes down to is how quickly we let abiotic factors such as sun or heat deteriorate the plastic that we do have. So this means with our seed starting equipment, if we can reduce the number of hours of heat exposure, if we can reduce the number of hours it spends out in sunlight, these are all things that are going to help ensure that the plastic isn't degrading or that the plastic isn't eventually leaching into the soil and then evidently the plant, which we will discuss a little bit later here in this podcast. So that is something to think about. Uh, keep in mind that when these plastics get old, when you know they're, they're looking a little worn and hangered, it may be time to grab some new ones, especially if you're concerned about the potential consumption of plastics in your leafy greens or in your food crops for that that uh, purpose anyways for the the flower plants I mean it doesn't matter because you're not eating them per se so if you want to move the old trays into the flower section of the garden uh, seed starting and then just use the new ones for obviously produce it's not a bad idea by any means so of course the elephant in the room is BPA so BPA has been outlawed in a wide number of different food plastic containers and there's a reason for that. It's because they found that it was finding its way into our food system. So due to health concerns, BPA no longer is allowed to be used or 
uh, be available in our food safe containers. And that's why we saw all the water bottles like 10 years ago, any 90s babies out there, water bottles all start getting stamped with BPA free because it was an issue. We, we opened our eyes to the issues with uh, BPA. So something to keep in mind, something to watch for with your plastic containers. Look for manufacturers that say BPA free on them. If they don't inquire, it's a valid question to ask. And it is because it could end up compounded or accumulated in your plants, right? So something to keep in mind. So the next one is biodegradable plastics. So we always think of biodegradable plastics as good for the environment because they break down over time and completely disappear. So PC, uh, President's Choice, they have biodegradable plastic bags, for example. So we know that when they hit the landfill or wherever they may be, the compost bin, they biodegrade over time. But everything and anything that breaks down does need to be converted into the chemicals that made it up, meaning that biodegradable plastics will biodegrade and then end up in your soil. Light bulb moment there. So if you are scared of plastic being in your soil or being in your plants, you most definitely want to stay away from biodegradable plastics. So PVC actually is a great example of a plastic that has both phthalates and BPA in it. So the ease trough growers that you see out there all the time with for lettuce or herbs or whatever look really cool, not so practical because they have the top two things you most definitely do not want any plastic in them. So PVC is definitely a plastic you want to stay away from. It is not food safe. So find other alternatives that may be out there. Um, so the next question is, when you grow in plastic, is it still considered organic? Like is the produce you get from a plastically plastic grown veggie still organic? And the answer to that is yes. <laughs> So I know heavily hypocritical, but Agriculture Agri-Foods Canada says that it does not matter if it's grown in plastic, it is still considered organic. So technically, if you are a seller of organic produce or you want to market yourself as an organic produce seller, plastic is uh, definitely on the, on the list of okay ingredients. So the next question is, are they safe? So... Yes, the chemicals do get released into the soil. That is inevitable. That happens through, again, high temperatures, heat, just regular degradation of the plastic. Definitely is something that happens. The next question is, does it pose health risk? Meaning, does it end up being accumulated in the plant to a degree that is dangerous or to a degree that can then be, you know, trophically added at a higher percent to our body like if we eat a a bag of lettuce that was grown in a plastic container do we end up with you know in a worse condition than we started off with and the answer is again no so yes they do accumulate in the actual plants themselves in particular lettuce and strawberries for whatever reason is two crops that they studied and it actually is very highly accumulated in them uh, so something to keep in mind, but yes, it does accumulate in the plant and it does accumulate again in the areas of the plant that we eat. So the berries or in the case of lettuce, the actual foliage. 
Now, the quantity in which it accumulates is not considered high enough to be of danger or the amount that you would normally eat in one sitting for lettuce and strawberries isn't necessarily high enough to cause issues. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to what in particular you want to see or what you are comfortable with. And if you're uncomfortable with the idea of eating plastic, uh, I first urge you to go research how much plastic you eat in a day. When I was researching for this podcast, it's scary. It's really scary, actually. Uh, But besides that, if you really want to make sure you're not eating plastic, stay away from non-food safe plastics to grow in. Stay away from PVC plastics, so the rain gutters or the hydroponic tube. uh, I've seen them before, the PVC tube ones. Stay away from them. And then the other one actually is to stay away from is the grow bags. So the grow bags that can be plastic or usually are plastic unless otherwise stated. There are some that are 100% hemp, for example, or burlap for that matter. And those ones are fine. But the ones made out of plastic... Those, uh, the black ones, those ones are very likely to leach into your, into your food. So keep that in mind. But yeah, I mean, I don't have a happy answer for you, but I don't have like a horrible answer either. It's not going to kill your plants. That's the good news. We know that because we've been doing it for ages now at this point. (laughs) Am I right? But yeah, nonetheless, plastics do leach into the soil. They do leach into the plant and there are ways to make your plastic pots and containers last longer just keep them out of the heat keep them out of the sun Um, but ultimately try to use newer trays for your veggie and produce plants and then of course also really make sure that you um, properly store the the plastic and just watch what you're using obviously use the food grade numbers that are applicable but that is all for have for you guys today if you enjoyed this episode of the gardening canada podcast please let me know however you let me know on podcast i'm still not totally confident in how this works but nonetheless hit the follow the subscribe i don't even know what button you hit I don't listen to podcasts, but you guys do, so you know what to do. Um, come visit me over on YouTube. Come visit me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Gardening Canada website. Send me a DM. Put a put a face to the name. I love it when you guys do reach out, ask me questions. Um, like I, I'm a very friendly person. I answer all my comments as quick as I possibly can. Uh, I will talk to you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.